Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Hey, we're back in Ephesians 2 and verse 11 starts with the word therefore, meaning we have to go back and see what it's, you know, therefore. So last Thursday, the beginning of Ephesians 2 says, You were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked. And I like to say a dead person can't do a single thing about being dead. They can't help themselves. It says, following the course of this world, verse 4, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, verse 5, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. And the greatest news, verse 8, by grace you've been saved through faith, and this not of your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works that no one may boast. And with that in mind, Paul is going to say, remember, starting in verse 11, therefore remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off, and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Verse 11, remember that you were lost. Verse 12, remember that you were separated. You were alienated. You had no hope. But, verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus you've been brought near. As an English major, it stands out to me that this is a passive verb. You have been brought. Something done to you, done for you, not done by you. For he, Jesus, is our peace. He made peace. Verse 16, he reconciled us to God. And then, 17, he came and preached peace. So then what does that mean? Verse 19, it means you're no longer slaves and aliens. As he says in Galatians 4, you're no longer a slave but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. Interestingly, I like how it says in 19 and 20, you are members of the household of God, built, past tense, built on the foundation. But then verse 22, in him, Christ, you are being built. You're not a finished product yet. Philippians 1, Paul tells the church, he is certain that he who began this work will complete it, which implies that it's not complete yet. 
He even says in Philippians 3, not that even I, Paul, not even I have been perfected. He says, not even that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on, he says, to make it my own as Christ Jesus has made me his own. We're all works in progress. So remember today, you were once separated, alienated, as Paul says, cut off from God, and by no action of yours, you were given the opportunity to know him. So for today, having been once separated and now brought near, I challenge you to pick one person in your life who is still lost, who is still separated, who doesn't know God yet, hasn't seen his gift yet, and start praying for that person specifically by name. Maybe set a reminder in your phone or put their name somewhere you'll see it, but make a point to pray for them during your prayer time. Ask God to open a door for you to share with them this amazing good news, this amazing gift that, again, we didn't do anything to earn. We couldn't do anything to earn, but we've been freely given. We were dead. There was nothing we could do about that. But Christ, in Christ Jesus, we have been brought near. And now we have the opportunity, as Jesus said to his disciples, that if they follow him, he would make them fishers of men. We have the opportunity then to be part of this process, part of seeing others who were also alienated, who were also separated, brought near to Christ. Let me pray for you. God, give us boldness. God, show us the people around us who need you. Show us the the hearts that you're softening, the ears that you are opening, Lord. And give us the words. Give us the words to point others to you, to show others this amazing news of who you are. Lord, prepare us for those opportunities. Prepare us for those moments. God, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you even that you would bring us near, that you would desire to be close to us. Lord, and I thank you for (laughs) that you would desire to use us is incredible. So Lord, prepare us for those opportunities. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.